I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Let's just start saying yes. Let's say yes to more things, okay? Yes. Those bastards! Ah, if they ever catch us, we're locked up for a long time, maiden. No one will catch us. Cheers! You left without saying goodbye! Think twice before you just tell someone that you can help them. You've heard of a bugbear in a china shop? I'm a dwarf in a drink house. Today, shame. This is episode 126, Last Night, Part 2, Yes Men. MVP this week is Vance Barnhill for their amazing effort in helping with Malevolent and a few updates we made to the show. Don't forget to check out Malevolent if you haven't already. You can find it at www.malevolent.ca. Thanks, Vance. The Cellar Letters is a weekly horror podcast that chronicles a cross-country move and the eerie feelings of settling into a house with remnants of past occupants. Explore the house and learn all of its secrets one by one. <laughs> it's a great show. All right, should we play some D&D? Let's do it. The city of Silvery Moon seems held under some spell of serenity. The stillness is pierced by shafts of moonlight, and spectral towers and bridges carve their way through the night air of the forest city. Red and Doran, you find yourselves ambling along the side streets, leading down towards the docks. God, what a serene and simple city. Yeah, totally serene. In fact, 
far more serene than I'm used to. Right? Can we both agree that that dinner party was a bit too serene? <laughs> yes, that's that's what I'm saying, and that's what I was trying to get to the bar when we first arrived. You know, yeah. we don't even have a pulse on this town. Look, it's no yeah. yada. Red yells loudly, and I feel like it echoes in the street a little bit. <laughs> Someone, like, shuts their blinds up above us. Yeah, absolutely. There's, like, a shh from way far away. Shh. Yeah. <laughs> We're in the library of towns. We need to find a pulse in this damn city. There's got to be a bar, a club, something to give it a little bit. What time is it? I mean, It's six o'clock. Come on. We have met elves in the other parts of this realm that do party. So, I, like, it's not something that uh, they don't do. Maybe they've got it so deep underground. Let's just wander and meander through the city. Yes, yes. Now, looking around, is there anything open? No, most of the shops are closed. Like Mormons around here. Look, I agree with you. Let's just start saying yes. Let's say yes to more things, okay? Yes. Perfect. And from that, we can find a way to... What is there even to do in this town? All of a sudden, a ring falls down out onto the street from some window above you. I feel like we walk over. We just stand there looking at it. Now, remember, we did just say we would say yes to things, right? Am I wrong? Oh, this is true. And and you yelled. So so there's no way I shouldn't pick up this ring, right? We did say yes to anything. If there's a better way for fate to say that I should pick up this ring right now, I can't imagine it. So it's not stealing. Look, here's what we'll do. I'll pick it up, and Red picks up the ring, but mm-hmm. he doesn't put it on. I'll put it in my pocket. And if we come across anyone who lost the ring, or if we... Of course. ...pass a sign that says, if you found a ring, we'll give it back. Of course. Of course. But if no one asks what's in my pocket, or says they're missing a ring, we keep it. That's right. Deal? And Doran's like, and if nobody asks what's in my pocket, and he, like, leans down to his (laughs) breast pocket with his mouth, and he's like... Nobody has to know what's in my pocket. <laughs> Do you want a little bit of my pocket, Red? Did you take some red wine from Jack's mom's house? <laughs> we'll give her back whatever. Look, Doran. And I pull up my water skin. I took a little white. Oh, and I right. also slipped down. And then so we, we cheers kind of in a, in a very. Yes. Uh, you know what? We'll make our own fun. First yes down, next yes to go. Let's find some fun. Yes. You continue wandering the streets of Silvery Moon, and you find yourself back at the docks where you came in earlier today. A medium-sized cargo vessel is moored under the moon shadows of an overhanging pine tree, its gangway out, and a few crates stacked on the dock. On deck, an old man struggles with an oversized item that's wrapped in canvas. His gray hair is plastered to his face with sweat, and he flips up an eye patch to scrub at his face, revealing a hollow socket. He bends again and tries to shoulder the burden, unsteadily grabbing for somewhere to find purchase on this item. Doran, feeling a little bit, um, uh, now a little bit woobly and wobbly, not so much (laughs) drunk, says... Now look at this boat down here. That's not a small cargo boat, and that's not a large cargo boat. That's more of a, what you would call a medium-sized cargo boat. When it- it's a schooner. <laughs> hey, look at that man. He's struggling. We should help him, shouldn't we? And then we look at each other. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. 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 Second yes of the night. I will help him. Yes. <laughs> New philosophy. I like where your head's at. The yes, boys. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> And Red hops over the, like, half stone mm-hmm. wall. Yeah, you hop over it, and Doran, like, runs around to, like, yeah. where the entrance is. Yeah. <laughs> hey, old man. Uh, uh, hello there. Oh, uh, hi. Uh, good, good evening. Yes. How are you doing? <sighs> I'm fine. I'm doing fine. My, my friend and I couldn't help but notice that you were struggling a little bit. That's right. And, uh, and well, I... Uh, he, like, straightens up from his, his labor. He's like, well, I'm I'm just... I'm not as young as I used to be. Let us help you. <laughs> and Doran walks up and immediately gets underneath the box and lifts the majority of the weight off the man's hands. Oh, yeah. Allowing him to still kind of guide the box. Well, actually, if you don't mind, do you, do you have a minute? Of course. of course. And Doran kind of stands there with it on his back. Can I set it down maybe? Or? Well, actually, if, if you don't mind, you can just take it straight inside. And he points at, I will. at a scorefront across the way. And it's got its door is like propped open. 
No worries, friend. We'll bring it right in for you. Our pleasure. And Red sort of like gives him a little salute and guides the way as Doran carries this heavy box up the stairs. Red make, making no help whatsoever. He follows you, like concerned about this parcel that Doran is carrying, and he he sort of like scurries in front of you to make sure that the door is open wide enough. Don't worry, my friend. We are capable. My friend here carried an entire giant rune just earlier today. Uh, is here okay? Can I set it down? Uh, actually, uh, if you if you, just one more minute, it won't take okay. long, please. Uh, just further, and he leads you to a hatch in the floor of this shop. There's an unfolded wooden staircase that heads down to a stone corridor, and it's becoming more obvious that this brief favor is going to require more of you than you had initially. <laughs> You know, Red. Uh, that's okay. We're saying yes to things, right, Doran? It's now that, fine. That, uh, yes, yes, of course. But you know, you mentioned that big boulder I carried. I forgot I carried that for so long. Ugh. You're doing so great. You're so strong. This is a wonderful shop. Is this your shop? I, I don't recognize. What do you sell here? I don't. He he just kind of grunts at you and and leads the way down into this narrow passageway. Right. Yes. Down here. Come on. You're burdened with this heavy, oh. awkward object. So right you here have is to good, yeah? Move single file into the darkness. He's like, oh, no, j- just just ahead. He leads you through the passageway oh, okay. underneath oh. this oh. shop. Oh, <laughs> and down an expanding series of left and right oh. turns. Oh, right here, through- yeah. You're doing great, Doran. Don't worry. I'll try to massage your Cossacks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Are you helping at all, Red? I'm massaging his. What's it called? <laughs> Cossacks? You mean his butt? Yeah. Okay. The coccyx. Coccyx? I got nothing. You know what? I'm massaging Doran's butt. (laughs) (laughs) You're doing great, buddy. He he leads you through two different doors on which he knocks and then awaits an answer before proceeding. And then finally, you come to a larger chamber. Here must be where we're putting it down. I feel like Doran is so distracted by the stress and the pain Mm -hmm. and... Red is so distracted by just trying to keep Doran happy that we haven't realized how far and complicated our path has become. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Finally, you come to a larger chamber that's lit by torch and candlelight. And he oh. leads you into the chamber and he's like, uh, oh, uh, j- just here, please. Oh, yeah, and of course. <clears throat> Doran lets it down pretty heavily. Oh. Oh, good job, Doran. Good oh. job. Feel good. Yeah, relax. Oh. Okay, well, don't lie down. Oh. Yeah, just just take it easy. Oh. Look, there's a sack of potatoes here. Just sit down and relax. Oh. I tried oh, to help. Back. I'm sorry. Oh. Oh. I'll tell you, Red, if it weren't for the drinks that we've had, I, I probably would be in a little bit more pain. And, and speaking of which... Yeah. Oh. Yeah, let's switch. You take some oh. white, and I'll take some red. Yeah, okay. You're standing beside a series of raised pools that reflect shimmering mirages of light up into the white stone ceiling of a large bathing house. Some of the pools steam gently, and the odor of a hot spring permeates throughout the room. There's about ten people standing nearby beside a huge pile of boxes and crates, and as the old man nods his thanks to you, he hustles back off through the passage that you came from. Hey. Hey, Doreen and Red helps you up from the sack of potatoes. Maybe we found our party after all. You know, a soak and a scrub doesn't sound too bad, eh? Hey, no, it doesn't, especially on my sore mus- muscular back here. I, that hot water looks yeah. mighty relieving. I think we can get behind this. Mm. Look, we'll, we'll order a few more drinks. We'll stretch out. We'll have a little boys' night. Maybe have some... I like what you're saying here. And if, if we continue on with our saying yes, then I have to say yes. Let's do it. <laughs> yes, I'm in with you, bud. Oh. <laughs> a muscled half-elf man comes over to you, and he's like, holy shit, that's a big one. Great job, guys. Thank you so much for your help. Hey, yes, no, no problem. problem. Good thing that you uh, you finally made it, hey? Better late than never, I say. Yeah. 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 What are they, hot stones or something? Like what's Maybe those... Doran, what are those rocks cold and, you know, saunas? They pour water on them. There's some names for them, I don't know. Oh, excuse yeah. me. Uh, yeah. Um... Hot rocks. Anyway, yeah, we're glad we could help. He turns to the rest of the people down in this huge echoing chamber. All right, you ugly bastards. Emerus's men have finally joined us. Wanted to just take a second and congratulate all of you on this hall. Y'all really outdid yourselves. 
Brunei reported very little pursuit on this one, so it looks cleaner than last time. And the big cheer erupts in the room. Someone pops a bottle and uh, starts passing it around. And as you look at the crowd of people, you realize that they look pretty rough. I feel like Doran and I do a slow look towards each other. Yeah, and when he says Emrys's men, I feel like Doran and Red kind of look at each other and look behind us as if... And then we look at each other. <laughs> You're waiting for Emrys' men to come around. Well, we're not exactly. Hold on, just da, 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 da. And red cups huh. your mouth. Hold on, just relax. And they're like, ah, oh, if they ever catch us, we're locked up for a long time, maiden. <laughs> but they'll never catch us. <laughs> I feel like a bottle of champagne is like thrust in front of yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they'll, they'll uh, ever um, catch us, the dirty bastards. No one will catch us. <laughs> Cheers, the... To you, <laughs> and cheers to me. Hey, you guys, too. Dora, we need to get the hell out of here. One of them, like, grabs a crowbar and starts to try to open one of the crates, and then the big half-elf man, like, swats it out of his hands. Is like, you know the rules. Unspoiled goods, unspoiled. It's not our business what's in here. Dora, just hang back. And Red sort of takes, like, a half-step into the shadows, trying to avoid some of the... Uh, the... And there's, like, a dude back there, and he's like... Oh! So, uh, Hi. so you're Emerus's men, eh? Yeah, us and Emerus, we go way back. How's he doing these days? Oh, you know. Been a long time since I ran with him. Well, you know, um. Oh, he, well, uh, uh, you, yeah, I mean, well, uh, oh, he's, he got his hand chopped off from Emer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, he did. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh he did. A oh, big, yeah. big battle with, uh, orcs. Battle. And, yeah. uh, or, 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 uh-huh. and orcs. Yeah. It wasn't a bam battle. Uh, it, it, was, like, it, was, uh, it was um, it was like a bar, it was a bar, bar, bar fight. Brawl. It was, yes. it, yeah, yeah. Well, it was, it was a bad well, bet. Yeah. It wasn't. Any, I don't know if he lost it. Was, no, he, like, no, no, he, I, I, no, no, no. You yeah. know, I think I lost it. Yeah, I think it was. Hey, more, yeah. Have you have you had some of this champagne? Cut, cut here? Try some of this. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, are you guys trying to bluff correctly? Yeah, I'll do a deception. Yeah, do a deception roll for me. That's a 19. All right. He just thinks you're, you know, Emrys, but you're very awkward men. Plus three. Ah, That's a 22. Excellent. Good job. He's like, all right, well, uh, tell him I say hi. Yeah. Oh, we will. We will. Of course. We'll we'll tell him. We'll tell him that you said hi. Yeah. And we'll tell his hand to get better too. (laughs) Uh, And I pull, I like, I pull Doran aside and say, listen, a little course on deception. Yeah. Don't add anything major to it. Just keep it vague. You know, be as vague as possible. Oh. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> At that moment, something zips through the room and impales a woman standing near you through the neck. Oh. Blood bubbles out of her mouth and she sinks to her knees. And the room erupts in chaos. A figure drops down from some hiding place on the ceiling and lands wolfish in a pool of red and black cloak. The closest smuggler launches himself at her in a frenzy, his scimitar surprisingly well handled for some garden variety thug. But she spins with a long white handled dagger in each hand and meets his fury, steel screaming against steel, until she pivots and slides in right alongside him, plunging the blade in smoothly between his ribs and pulling back towards his spine, dropping him. The white dagger dripping in blood. She points the blade around the room and snarls, What have you done with my sister? The dark elf before you is dressed for stealth and the purpose of killing, with a cowl pulled up and obscuring the lower half of her face, her red eyes flashing in triumph. She has little time to say anything else before her attention is redirected to the remaining thugs who close in around her. Everyone roll for initiative. Nice. Cool introduction. All right, Harlan, would Red get? 15. Doran? And an 11. I kind of have this image that Doran's like already starting to undress. And so like. His oh, because of the too because much. of the hot springs? Yeah. Yeah. Like he had already started un- unlacing his oh, leather. I so <laughs> want you to just jump in the water to escape somebody mid combat. All right, so this chick goes first, this drow woman. Mm, She's surrounded by, you know, half a dozen of these smugglers. And she 
sheathes her white daggers and she makes a flourish with both hands. And from these black bracers that surround her forearms, these two knives just spring into her hands and she throws them both simultaneously at two of the smugglers in front of her. Oh, that's cool. Cool is right. She hits both of them. And they each have to make constitution saves because it would seem that her blades are coated with some kind of fluid, poisonous fluid. Some poisonous. One failure, one success. Poisonous, poisonous. And they stumble back with these daggers lodged in their ribcage. All right, Red, what do you do? Red turns around and looks next to him, and I think he flips a table, and he pulls Doran behind it with him. Mm. As the two of them sort of, like, crouch as this, like, these daggers are clinking off steel, and I imagine a guy with a dagger in his neck, like, stumbling back and over the table as we're keeping our heads down, and I'm like, Doran, let's just stay out of the fray until we figure out what the hell's going on. Yeah, agreed, and and you know what? Just keep an eye out for any rolling bottles of booze, because, hey, free booze, right? (laughs) We were looking for a party. Yeah, yeah. And Red takes a glug of champagne. Yeah, me too, bud. Doran, it's your turn. Do you just hide? I hunker down. I kind of continue the conversation. You know, it's sometimes nice not really having any uh, any, any skin in the fight. You know, just kind of watching yeah. what goes on. You know, I'm not going to say I'm really afraid. No, me neither. I'm more of just like, I, I unencouraged to join the fight. Because really, yeah. at the end of the day, who really has a... And then maybe my, my conversation's interrupted by the crashing of a person... Yeah, one of the thugs like jumps over the side of the table and lands beside you, Doran. He's got a dagger in his thigh and he's panting really hard. And he's like, come on, guys, we need you. Yeah, you're doing great. Don't worry about it. And he stands up and then he just gets a dagger in the neck and falls over dead beside you. (laughs) Anyway, I agree, Doran. Ultimately, it's kind of nice to be a sidekick. Hey, but you know what? I am wondering. And Red's sort of like, Preens his neck over Doran behind the crates. And he's like, maybe we should see exactly what we're getting into. Yeah, I agree. And then Doran kind of starts to crouch and he turns back while he's crawling. He's like, imagine it's just something like fish or or like, you know, a, a container of wooden pieces. Yeah. I mean, who's going to know? It's probably fish. Doran's going to try and stealth. But like crawling on his hands and knees is like the fray yeah. is happening around him. Yeah. So I'm going to go for stealth, and I'm rolling mm-hmm. a 16 here. Oh, not bad. Not bad. Yeah. That's pretty good for Doran. Yeah, I'm I know. proud of you. Good job, Doran. You I do like a little, see you. You do like a little somersault, maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He like pulls himself across like like swimming in water, but on the concrete floor. Yeah. And then yeah, and turns <laughs> into a somersault and rolls halfway. Like <laughs> as you make your way across the room, like yeah. a man just... <laughs> Like it's, it's like thrown through the it's air. It's Wilhelm screamed. Yeah, out of yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah, you make your way over to these crates. You want to take a look inside one of them? Mm-hmm. You can hack it apart with orc splitter if you want, or you can try to pry it open if you want it to be a little bit more like discreet. Doran discreetly butts one of the planks of this crate with the butt of his axe, just like knock a hole in it, basically crack one of these. Okay, planks cool. So you can pierce. God, I really want to say that there's geese in there. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Geese, uh-huh. geese, 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 <laughs> geese, geese. That would be so funny, I imagine. So you bash open this hole in the side of the crate, and at first it's kind of hard to see. Looks like just mundane provisions. It looks like just mundane provisions. Oh, well, then who cares? Roll an insight check for me. And that's going to be 17. Nice. Nice. So the way that they're bundled together, it's clear to you now that these provisions are meant to be handed out in parcels, like some kind of humanitarian aid. Mm. Come on back then. I got more champagne here. Wait a minute. They're not just ordinary provisions. They look like they're going somewhere. So on the side of the box, Doran, as you crawl around, it says Everland, care of the baker. (gasps) Red. What? Uh, and Doran continues to like stealthily crawl on his hands and I knees all the way back across the room as there's bandits flying and falling mm-hmm. around him. Uh, uh, he gets all the way back behind the table and he says, I think yeah. it's I think it's provisions going to Everland. It said for the baker. You know what that means? Yeah. Orphans. What? That's right. Those bastards! 
Red says and stands up, revealing himself from behind the table. Those were provisions meant for the orphans. And to think I carried it all the way down here. And I stand up with you too. Hey, Doran, let's kick some ass. Yeah. You stand up, firing your eyes, ready to address this horde of miscreants (laughs) to find that they are all lying on the ground, bleeding in pools of their own intestines. Oh. Oh. There is one standing figure, however, the drow woman, and she turns to face you. Oh, shit. No. No, 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 no. Not us. We both put up our hands. Mm -hmm. Oh, look, look. Wrong place, wrong time. (laughs) We just kept saying yes to things, and we are totally innocent. In fact, uh, my friend just discovered that the provisions here are in large part due to us. Yes. No, no, no. I mean, I I don't mean that's why they're here. Well, I mean, we did bring them down here. Yes. But I mean that the reason they should be going in... That's right. She stalks towards you, daggers in her hands. Who the hell are you? My name is Red, and this is my best friend, Dawn. And my best friend, Cra- uh, it's just well, two of us. They're not, there are two other best friends aren't here, but uh, you, um, we're good. Um, and we certainly have no affiliation with any of the, uh, the party that you just, uh, looking around, you kind of... Well, you did a great job, frankly. Uh, we're very yeah, impressed. Something like in fact, work admires work. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> believe me, we've done some work. Yes. <laughs> uh, what's your name? Salan Banrir. Oh. Well, nice to meet you. Very nice. Why did you kill everybody? I mean, they did deserved it, but you mentioned something about your sister? You hear footsteps coming down the corridor and, like, far off shouting, You can come with me, but you'd better not make a racket or we're all dead. Is that clear? (laughs) Crystal, clear as glass, clear as water. I can can be quiet as a mouse. Didn't you see me sneak across the floor You probably didn't, because he did it so well. That's right. Great, by the way. I'm really impressed by that. Okay. She's just standing there looking at the two of you like, Okay. She walks off to a corner of the room and finds a grate in one corner and just starts kicking at it until it clatters to the ground. She ducks inside, not waiting for you, just heads off down this this tunnel. We got two options. Red turns towards the door where the footfalls are coming from. Mm-hmm. Don't know how many are there. Uh, we do know how many are in there. Mm. Say yes one more time. Yes. Let's do it, friend. <laughs> yeah. Red climbs into the tiny little hole that makes him very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And Doran climbs in after, grabbing the grate off the ground and pushing it back up into the Ooh, hole. For like maximum that. Very good. Covering you know what, stuff. Doran? Inspiration. <gasps> hey! Good great grabbing. Nice. Good, gra- great, great, good grabbing. Great, great, great grating. <laughs> she leads you through a service corridor which reeks of salt and sewage, through a complex maze of tunnels, her right hand grazing the pebbly surface of the wall beside her absent mindedly. Hey, Salon, wait up! We're right behind you. I mean, wait up quietly. Yeah. Come on, Doran. Shh. Hey, we just want to say. Thank you for not trying to kill us, or at least hearing us out. It was a very noble and kind thing to do. You must have a really good judge of character simply based on looks, because really, we had our weapons out and everything, but you still didn't kill us. Yeah. You gave us the benefit of a doubt. Great trigger discipline there. I gotta honor that. That was really respectful. Yeah, you have a lot of restraint. That's that's very impressive in a fighter like yourself, you know. She turns around, silhouetted against the dark background of this tunnel. She's like... I reserve my judgment until we have some time to talk. But now is not that time. Totally fair. No, definitely. Uh, yeah, that was unmeaned. Sorry. Normally, we don't have this sort of bad timing, but we're missing two party members. And yeah. They're the ones that have the good timing and the forethought. To, yeah. They fill a lot of space between conversations. So, yeah, t- technically, I think you're more the one to be reserved, Red. But I think yeah, well, I try to be. But it's only because Jack's Jack. Are you drunk? Oh, yeah, normal. No. Well, well Defi- I mean, I mean that's such a, to, it's for a me to be really drunk. drunk. I mean, you know, exactly. I mean, you should see me drunk. Well, we got to have at least more than one. Not really drunk. I'm more just more than this. <laughs> She's gone already. She's oh, gone shit. Again. Come on, we must drink it. Let's go. <laughs> the architecture changes. The echoes grow more vast. The planes of the walls and floor become more rigid, exact, perfectly measured. A flat stone door opens to reveal a startling room. Four pillars support an arched ceiling of carved stone done in ancient dwarven style. A set of double doors would exit the room on the opposite side, but for the makeshift barricade of an iron chest and toppled and broken stone statue which shore the door from the inside. Wow. She's already there when you make your way through. Yep. Hey, this is pretty nifty. What the hell is this place? 
I don't even have to guess. This is dwarven carvings, I can tell you, just by looking at it. Hey. This is my culture right here in this room. She nods at the broken statue, and she says, well, I'm sorry about that then. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty shameful. And looking at the broken statue lying on the floor, any idea who it is? Well, you can roll religion. Don't tell me it's Moradin. That's going <laughs> to be nine. Yeah, you're not sure. Maybe it was too long ago uh, or from some creed that you're not familiar with. No. Hey, at least you're not using the head in your, your fireplace to cook food on. That's right. Hey. This was out of necessity. I don't possess the muscles that your friend does. Oh. He, he's not a practicing dwarf anyway, so you're fine. That's right. Well, I mean, I do f- follow Moradin, but this is not Moradin, I can tell. Like, tangentially. You know? This room is clearly being used by this woman as a safe house. There's a bedroll mm. and a backpack okay. on one side. She's got some clothes like crumpled up it's kind of messy in here actually she fetches a water skin and drinks from it would you like some light i'm fine without it but i i I don't mind if you want it hey sure little knight my little uh, yes sure i mean i'm fine without it as well but simply for the mere fact of uh atmosphere (laughs) see i'm a bit of an atmosphere type (laughs) yeah he always pushes our beds together she casts a minor magic and a few oh. orbs of light just oh. emerge and hover around the ceiling, casting a nice glow in the room. Well, that's sort of nice. Yeah, she's lovely. You're a magic one. We've got a couple of those in our crowd as well. Dark elves have innate magics. I'm not particularly skilled. No. Oh, okay. These are dwarven ruins. Doran, you said? That's right. And this is red. Hello. They occupy much of the ground underneath Silvery Moon. The uh, surface elves just built straight on top of them, and they've been forgotten. See? Elves. Huh. Didn't I mention this earlier? I said, I guarantee there's got to be something underneath this city. I I knew it. Yes, you're right. I owe you Uh something or other. And Red walks over and shuts the stone door that we just left (laughs) open. Look, uh, Salon, we appreciate that you, uh, you know, brought us with you. We were a little bit in over our heads. Look, the truth of the matter is we were just trying to help uh, somebody and, you know, it, it kind of got off the rails. Uh, didn't realize that we were helping some bad people. <laughs> yeah. You just go around helping just random people. Well, look, my friend and I were looking for a little bit of fun and yeah. we decided to make a little game out of it. We were looking for maybe an underground party, and quite frankly, we thought we had found it until we realized that the the party that we were involved with were a group of criminals, and then you came and killed them all. So it sort of (laughs) did work out well. I suppose it did. Yeah, we we just wanted to say yes to everything, so we started saying yes to many things. I found a ring, we helped some people, uh, we got in trouble, and we followed you. So Yeah, we followed you. Ended up all right. I'm glad that I came in when I did. That could have been... A lot of trouble for you. Ah, we can handle ourselves. Well, I suppose so. Tell me, Drow, what are you doing here? You you seem to be hiding out. Like, are you living here? Why don't don't you live above with the rest of your uh, elven Mm. kind? Oh, those are not my kind. No? Red walks over to one of the bedrolls and, like, sits cross-legged. She crouches down beside you, Red. You see that there's some blood seeping from a wound in her shoulder, and she starts digging through her pack, putting together a little pile of things as she speaks to you. A cotton bandage, sewing needle, some thread, ointment, and she starts unbuckling the armor from her left side to tend to this wound. Mm. She's like, well, I came here not long ago looking for my sister, as you heard. Her name is Istogal. And I feel like in this world, drow are kind of as uncommon as tabaxi, right? Mm. Maybe someone has seen one of them 10 years ago, but they're like quite remarkable on the surface. So if you've seen another drow woman in Silvery Moon, it would have been her, you know mm. what I mean? Cool. I'm afraid that my sister is in some trouble. She's a member of the Hand of Yarder. Or so my sources tell me that she still is. And she was sent up here to investigate this missing cargo. It went by way of Yarder. uh, And nothing goes through there without the hand taking a cut. The losers in the bathhouse obviously thought that they could pull a fast one. And absconded with the shipment. I heard talk of another drow in Silvery Moon yesterday. But I'm worried that something terrible has happened to her. If she was still a free woman, those crates never would have been unloaded. So I have to find her. You said the hand. That 
That sounds familiar. Where have we heard that before, Doran? The hand? The hand, the hand, the hand. The I feel hand. like we have heard the hand before. Yeah, yeah. How <laughs> familiar are you with organized crime? Um, oh. we've come across it. Oh, our friend. Uh, well, friend. <laughs> that's a bit of a stretch, but Zolkin. He was talking about the hand, wasn't he? That's right, yeah. And Yarder, that's the that's the town with all the casinos and whatnot, right? Yeah, it's a great town. The underground casino? Quite an underworld, let me tell you. Yeah, we all got tattoos there, actually. Yeah. You did? Uh-huh. Yeah. Can I see them? Um, well, sure. sure. And Red, like, brings his up, because his moves, mm-hmm. it's a magic tattoo, so yeah. he brings it up to, like, his <laughs> neck. Just kind of, like, crawls up his yeah. skin. See? And then it goes back. That is well done. Yeah, we paid a hefty price for it. Doran shows off his tattoo. And yours as well. Why, thank you. Do you recall the name of the artist who gave you these? Um, no. You know, it's really too bad that you, you didn't meet us. You know, we're not the name people. We don't you, remember. The other all. side of the no. party. Yes. Yeah, they're, they're the name people. With Are us. you adventurers? Yes. That makes a lot of sense, based on how willing you were to get in trouble earlier. Well, that's just it. You know, no, you mentioned about helping people, and quite frankly, that's sort of our um, vibe. Yeah. <laughs> she grits her teeth as she starts to knit her flesh back together with the needle and thread, having cleaned her wound. Your, your sister, you said that they were the lead, that the, a shipment came through. What are you going to try next? Mm. I'm not sure. I'm a bit out of options. I, I, I should have kept a prisoner upstairs. Just to find out. <laughs> Listen, we've been there, let me tell you. <laughs> you always forget, and then you're right there. Yeah, you're the like, too late. <laughs> Takes away. Well, what gone. if we What if we walked back up around, took a different route out of here? I'm sure you've got one. It's not a bad idea. And we take a look at that ship and see if we can find any uh, you know, remains, pieces, uh, pieces that maybe your sister left behind if she was on the ship. Yeah, if she was part of the hand, and Red stands up from his cross-legged position on her bedroll. The hand, were you part of them too then? I was, yes. I used to be about 10 years ago. It's a hard thing, separating yourself from a criminal organization. And I couldn't stay in Yarder. They would have killed me. So I went down to Waterdeep to the Zentarim. There's some crazy shit going on there these days, though. Mm. You heard of the Dark Tide? It doesn't matter. They only hire changelings. All I mean to say is that there's a deep, dark underbelly to any town with more than 10 villagers to its name. Mm. And you'd better be careful where you end up lending a hand, here or otherwise. Think twice before you just tell someone that you can help them because you don't know who they are. Well, you know, our style is more like help them and then get double-crossed. I mean, if I could tell you stories of Zulkin... You'd probably think we were bigger idiots than we are. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe I shouldn't, but I I do trust you. I mean, you seem pretty straightforward with why you're here. I mean, you, you jumped down, you killed a bunch of people. Yeah, you killed some people. You're good in our books, so long as the people were bad. Uh, you said you're looking for your sister. I know what it's like when you got family members in danger. Are you looking for someone, Doran? No, but uh, I'll tell you, this guy right here, and he puts an arm on a hand on Red's shoulder. He's like a brother to me, and I tell you, if he went missing, I sure as hell would feel pretty bad. I mean, I've felt bad before. Hey, damn straight. And if Doran went down, he'd do the same. So you know what? Uh, hey, we don't have anything tonight, and, and Doran and I are still saying yes to everything. We're with you. We can help you trying to find your sister. We don't have to give up so easy. If you want two knuckleheads to help you out. Let's say yes this last time to helping somebody. Hey, Red, at least here. In this town. <laughs> Agreed. Look, we got some connections in town. Why don't we skedaddle out of here? Maybe we can see what Jack's mom knows. Uh, we can try to find something. I'm sure somebody's seen something. Yeah. Let us help you in any way we can. All right, let me just get my things together. Sure. And then the sound of something falling to the ground immediately precedes an explosion of flame and smoke that shatters the stillness, engulfing half of the room. Red and Doran make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, man. Oh, no. That's not good. 16. All right, Doran. Four. No. You die. (laughs) (laughs) Doran never came back. Doran, you take 14 fire damage, and Red, you take seven. Oh, boy. So this, like, 
ball of fire erupts in the room and Salon's stuff is in the epicenter. Her bedroll catches on fire. She, like, leaps from it like a cat. Whoa! Red dives behind a stone pillar as the fire singes his hair. <gasps> what the hell's going on? Doran looks cartoonish and let his face is all gone sooty black and his beard is smoldering. <laughs> Whoa. We have to get out of here now. What? What's going on? I don't understand. They found us. We're not safe. Who the hell? The hand? No, the smugglers. God damn it, man. The door starts to shudder and crash with the force of some battering ram. The rubble that's been pushed up against it starts to fall off, and the splinters start emerging on the door. All right, Dorn, I'll take them as they come to the right. You you get to the left. Oh, yeah. And Red draws his bow, getting ready to fire at whatever comes through that door. (laughs) Salon is like, no, we can't hold this. She looks around the room, then she points at a ladder that leads up to a hatch in the ceiling. I feel like there's a moment of hesitation. Red looks to the door, looks to the ladder. All right, come on, Doran! Yeah. And he gets to the bottom of it to boost Doran. Yeah, and Doran places his foot into Red's hand and lunges up towards the ladder. <laughs> Here we go! <laughs> come on, Red. I'm right behind you, don't worry! And Red scampers up the ladder directly behind. Come on, Saran. Solan! Salon. Salon! Damn it! I'm doing it now! See, this is why we need Jack and Kraloff here! And then we see a sewer cover slides aside from the darkness within and out climbs Salon, Red, and Doran. You're standing on the night streets of Silvery Moon again. There's stars glinting above you in the sky and you're all just like charred to shit. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Let's, uh... <sighs> Jesus. Why don't we make our way back to uh, Jack's mom's house? Because, no, yeah. Y- you shouldn't yeah. be seen with me. It's not fair to get you caught up in it's this It's fine. Business. We want to help you. This shouldn't... Oh, quiet you. This shouldn't be the fault of one stupid old man with an eye patch that we decided to help. That's not your fault. It's our dumb fault. No. Yes. We wanted an, an adventure. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, did you say a man with an eye patch? Well, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Doran got a better That's look at him. That's the man I took the box off of. Yeah, he had a big old dead eye patch, and he was kind of old. He had a beard, I think. A human man. Mm, Yeah. yeah. Brunei. I can't believe it. That two-timing fuck. I think I know exactly where we can find him this time of night. She starts walking down the street. He worked with a hand back when I ran for them. Surprised he's still alive if he's in the habit of smuggling for someone else. Or maybe they've gone soft. Let's do it. We're with you. And, And kind of following along... Doran's like kind of eager now. Do you think maybe you know where your sister is? Do you think if we find him, we might find your sister? Do you think? Look, if he knows anything, we're going to do everything we can to get information out of him. I can promise you that. Yes. And you can count on my axe and my bow. (laughs) (laughs) Up one street and down another, Salon leads you to a large building nestled in the roots of some giant oak tree. There are lights on inside, and the sign above the door proclaims you have found the new epic distillery. Mm. Yeah, all right, I'll take the red back, Dorn. I think Red and Dorn are trailing behind, still drinking from their wine skins. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm. Getting ready to battle. That's oh, right. I love being in battle drunk. Me too. <laughs> we don't get to do it enough with the goody two-shoes looking over our shoulders all the time. I know. Everything just goes down so much more smoothly. You don't feel that pain the next morning. Agreed. Wait, where is she? Oh, shit. She's, like, kicking the door in just as you guys, like, scurry up. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Salon, 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 Listen, Doran kicks the doors in. Give him this. He needs it. That's right. Stand back. And then, should I roll for strength? No, you can you can kick a door in. That's like your whole fucking thing. That's Come right, on, buddy. I'm rubbing your shoulders. I'm like, look, give this one good kick, and before you do, remember, don't pop the first thing that moves. Right. Show the restraint that she showed us. That's right. There might be a drow in there that needs a sister. Huh? And Doran takes a drink of his wine. Mm. Uh, Doran kicks the door in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone, roll initiative. Ooh, 22. Salon rolled a natural 20. Oh, mm-hmm. she deserves it. I've been rolling nines. That's another 11 nice. for me. Right, Doran. You kick the door into this distillery, and you are greeted by a number of surprised faces. 
thugs who are sitting at tables in this draft house who are hoisting beers surround you. There's probably about 12 of them all sit at tables. And there are these huge vats behind them, the workplace of the distillery. And a couple of doors lead out of the room. In the back, you see there is a drow woman who is tied up and she's sitting at a table. The man is standing over her. It appears that they are deep in conversation. And the dude with the eye patch is sitting at a table, like right beside the door that you just kicked open. Well, I think this is the place. (laughs) (laughs) Salon rushes through the door. She shakes her hands again to like load daggers into her hands from these magical bracers that she has. And she flings them at the two nearest thugs. Um, Yeah, she definitely hits both of the smugglers that she was aiming for and deals. Well, so any hit the drow assassin scores against the surprise creature is a crit. Nice. Um, so she she just murders two people. Yeah, she one knife goes right in the guy's throat, and then the other one gets him in the forehead, and they both keel right over. Nice. Red, it's your turn. Red barrels in past the door, turning the corner with his bow, sees the guy in the chair that we spotted at the boat, mm-hmm. and he draws back on his bowstring. He says, "You left without saying goodbye," and lets go of his bow as it like sinks into his one good eye. Nice. Rolled a hit. Oh, good one. 18 to hit. For sure. 16 damage. Mm-hmm. He drops his drink and he goes down. That's for taking food from orphans, you dick. And as he's down, I pull back and I shoot him again in the back of the head with a natural 20. Yeah. Red pulls back in the bone. He says, bet you didn't see this one coming. And he lets the arrow <laughs> loose as it <laughs> sticks him to the floor. Mm-hmm. All right, Doran, what do you do? Doran wields his axe, but... Looking at Red and looking at Salon, they both are able to attack from afar. So Doran prompts his own quip and he says, Well, you've heard of a bugbear in a china shop? I'm a dwarf in a drink house. And he barrels in and he directly, I'm going to say directly to the man that's talking to Salon's sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the man seeing you approach takes this defensive stance. He pulls a sword out from his scabbard. In a charge, Doran raises his axe above his head and attacks the man. Rolled a hit. With, oh, 28. Oh, I love this yes. vengeance you guys are I love, wreaking. I love the idea that maybe you're between two large casks. Yeah. And, like, maybe you're using them to, like, jump between. Like, you jump up on one oh, on the like other. Oh, like a Jackie Chan thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I do that with a 28. Yeah, 28 hits. I jump and bounce from one keg to another keg. And like a then, wall kick? Yeah, yeah, wall kicking yeah. off the kegs and come down upon this bad guy mm-hmm. with my How much axe. damage? Uh, that's going to be 16 points of damage for my first Nicely attack. Mm-hmm. And then landing after cracking my orc splitter across his skull. I hit him with another 21. Yep. Doing another 10 points of damage. Awesome. Putting my axe head into his waist. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He is terribly injured, but not down yet. You see the relief wash over this drow woman's face who's tied to a chair next to you. <laughs> it is her turn. She's going to use her turn to try to escape from her bonds now, seeing that her sister and her rescuers are here. Uh, not bad. She manages to sort of get one arm free, and you can see her struggling against these ropes. Meanwhile, it's Salon's turn. Seeing Doran's acrobatics and not to be outdone, she gets up on top of a table and kicks one of these smugglers in the face. (laughs) Uh, That's another natural 20. Nice. (laughs) Fuck yeah. Wow. So, So yeah, she knocks him unconscious and then she pulls out her two white daggers from her waistband and she just goes to town on the guy next to him, plunging it into his sternum. That's another natural 20. No fucking way. Yeah. Holy <laughs> shit. That's awesome. Good thing you're rolling on our team. Yeah, I know, yeah, yeah. right? <laughs> yep. Okay. She's just a whirlwind of death. Like stabbing the dagger over and over again. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Red, it's your turn. Red spins around and fires an arrow at the guy approaching Doran behind him with an 18 to hit. Nice. And I picture there's like a hand reaching up holding a dagger that's going to go into Doran's back and Red just pins him to the cast. Oh. His like hand mm-hmm. dropping the knife and then like spirits starting to leak out. Doran spins around and like takes a mouthful just <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Swallows yes, hard yes. and gives me the thumbs up before I pull back on the arrow and peg the guy in the head with a 19 to hit. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be a nine damage. But it doesn't stop there because as you're winding up to do your second amount of damage, Doran grabs a goblet off the table and fills it with the spirits and tosses it across the room in such a way that it very little spills, mm-hmm. only for Red to catch it. And Red catches it. Bottoms up, Doran. And he takes it down. And Doran continues to drink out of the... It's actually the thugs' turns now. Red, two of them jump on you with their scimitars drawn, trying to slice you down. Bring it on, dickweeds. Yeah, that's 22 to hit you. 22 hits. Mm -hmm. 15 slashing damage. And then the other one... Ooh, that's another natural 20. These guys are attacking with advantage is why. That's a lot of natural 20s. Yes. I really like this yellow dice with the black numbers. Yeah. 17 slashing damage, Red. Mm -hmm. Getting hurt here. And then the dude who is interrogating the drow sister, he's going to try to attack you, Doran, Mm -hmm. with a 17 to hit you. I have a 17, so it hits. Yep. Five slashing damage. The alcohol helps. That's right. Oh, yes, it does. And then a 14 to hit, so he misses you. Yes, correct. Excellent. All right. Doran, it's your turn. Doran immediately attacks the man that just attacked him, mm-hmm. hoping to take him down so that he can go and help his buddy Red. And I think that's a hit with a 24. I should say so, yes. <laughs> 15 points of damage. Yeah, you kill him. Yeah, and I chop his head right off. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I'm coming over there, Red. Blood sprays all over the cask beside you. And just mix with the alcohol that's running free. Yeah. It's kind of like sluices down the side. But Doran jumps up on the table mm-hmm. and chops the rope that's got the woman's hands tied. Nice. Nice. I'm coming, Red, and barrels across the room and attacks the nearest person to him. Awesome. 14? Yeah, you do. Oh, These nice. guys are only wearing hide armor. So. Thank goodness. 17 points of damage. Excellent. Good. Thanks, buddy. No problem, Red. We got this. It's Istigal's turn. Oh. Uh, she doesn't have any weapons, but she picks up the chair that she was tied to, and she leaps into the fray with ferocity. She is going to make some improvised weapon attacks. Yeah. Uh, she misses twice. Oh, no. She's not used to chair. I don't blame her. Her, her hands are like numb from being tied up for so long. You know how that gets. Oh, yeah. When you're tied up for a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, Salon's turn. She throws one of her ivory knives uh, and it embeds itself into the cask beside where Istigal is. And her sister like yanks it out. So now she has an actual dagger. Nice. Nice. There's two guys beside Red. And there's one guy across from where Salon is on the table. And she's just going to stab him right in the face. Something oh. about head stabs mm. is bad. So satisfying. Especially from a um, a drow. Yeah, drow head stabs are the worst. You know? I rolled four sixes and a five. Oh, wait, that's great. On a d6. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Something wow. about my rolls tonight. I'm just, I'm on fire. And I can't explain. Yeah. So the guy is basically just dead. But there's something about the way... You roll tonight. <laughs> Red, it's your turn. Red takes a shot with disadvantage at the man in front of him. The one that Doran hit. Mm-hmm. With a 18 hit. Yep. 11 damage. I grab the arrow and I jab him in the eye. And I keep saying, you're going to be like your friend, except he's dead now. Sorry. And uh, I'm going to use my fleet of foot to move back five feet and then fire at him again. The first one killed him. So. Perfect. Well, then I'm going to fire at the other guy with that disadvantage. Mm-hmm. And that would be a 16 hit. Yep. 25 damage. Wow, yeah. He's going to try and run away. So, Doran, you can take an attack of opportunity against this guy if you want, but he's going to make a beeline for the door. 
Doran attacks with a 26 to hit, <laughs> chasing him down. He's not going to get far. Normally, I don't like to stab people in the back, but... Yeah, you kill him. He's dead. It's like Kill Bill in here. There's like blood all over the walls and the tables. Yeah. Red's panting, covered in blood himself. He tries to step down from the bar and slips, and he falls like head first into a keg, breaking it open and pouring spirits all over himself. <laughs> he stands up, dripping with alcohol, shaking off. Mm. This must be Estegal. Hello. <laughs> the sisters are like talking quickly in a language you don't understand. Salon turns to you. She's like, thank you so much. Of course, of course. Yeah. That absolutely. was incredible. <laughs> well, you know. Oh, uh, no problem. And hey, you know, this is what we were saying. We're trained fighters, us two. That's right. And we're saying yes. Yes, we are. Yes to helping friends. Would you like another drink, Red? Yes. And that's the best yes I can say all night. And would I like another drink, too? Yes. Yes, yes I would. <laughs> what about you girls? And they're like, they look at each other, these these drow women, and then they look at the two of you and they're like, <laughs> yeah, all right, all right. The night's still young. Yeah, and you guys have a drink together in this disgusting, bloody bar that's half broken. Now. I feel like we get through one drink before realizing how terrible the crime scene this is. Yeah, and we leave. Like, have to go now. Doran steals like a small keg of this stuff to take back to wherever we were. You have like a cask? Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll meet you outside in a second. What, Doran? Yeah. Well, what? I'm just saying like there's, if if you look over there and Doran points, it's just big enough for us to take back to, to Jack's mom's house. And we could- Doran, 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 Doran. What do we say tonight? Yes. <laughs> Let's do it. Are you with me, Red? All right. Yeah. And I put it onto Doran's back. Oh, yeah. I'll carry this. It's okay. You're oh. fine. You're doing great. Uh, oh, yeah. You're doing great. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh. We'll bring it out. We'll yeah. just rest oh. it in the alleyway. Come on. No, Come on. No, no. Oh, better if I don't put it down. I'll just carry it the rest of the way. So the women say goodnight to Ugh. you. You're like hauling this Ugh. cask awkwardly. Put it down Ugh. for a second, Doran. Okay, fine. Look, it was really nice to meet you, uh, both of you, and wish Ooh. the best of luck to you. Is there anything we can do? Any any yeah. favor we can call in to, to help you on your way? <laughs> if anything, if anything, I owe you a favor. Really, I appreciate it. We w- We wouldn't have been reunited tonight, and maybe not ever, if not for the two of you, so... Thank you for saying yes. Hey, well, of course. That's uh, what we're all about, helping people. But we'll keep in mind your words of advice. Where are you off to now? I, I don't think we can go back to Yarder. No. Probably not back to Silvery Moon either. Uh, we'll be off to Waterdeep, but maybe we'll see you again. Hmm. Yeah, well, hey, we have friends in Waterdeep. Uh, uh, do we yeah, we sure do. <laughs> hey, Look up a friend of ours at the Copper Cup. That's right. Um, it's his place. Uh, Torrin. Torrin, that's it. Torrin. It sounds like my name. We have a friend yeah. at the Copper Cup. You should uh, check it out. Farewell, Red and Doran. Goodbye, Saran and Islington. Of course. Uh, farewell to you, too. <gasps> and Doran, I feel like, walks away, and, and Red's like, oh, hold on. And he skips back towards Salon and pulls her aside, just mm. her, for a moment. And he's like, hey, um... I'm sorry to hear about all the trouble you had with the uh, the hand and uh, and the dark tide, but uh, you got one thing wrong. They don't just hire changelings. Keep an eye out, just in case. Good luck. And Red turns around and skips on after Dorn. Come on, let's let's go see if Jack wants to try some of this. All right. I'm excited, quite frankly. I'm excited to tell them that we got on a little adventure. Oh, yeah. This is going to be great. I'm sure they had <laughs> just as good a night. Oh, uh, you know, I didn't expect it. I don't know why I didn't expect to see you, but uh, hey, what, what are you guys up to? It's a small town. Right, Doran? Uh, That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, to our wonderful Patreon supporters, Christopher Ryan Evans, Merlin, Mitchell Cadwell, Alex Reed, Michael and Brianna Weber, Colin Burkhart, Daniel, Doug, Gray, Jackie and Rain, Jessica Orrit, Jonah Goldman, Melanie Shen, Lars, and Mari Kaniski. See you soon!
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.